Hello once again, everybody. I'm Tim Muma, and you are listening to Job Search Guide on localjobnetwork.com radio. Now, this podcast helps give you the knowledge and experience of experts, giving you the tools and strategies necessary to land that next great job. Now, as I talked about in a previous podcast, a lot of times we cover a general topic and give you some broad perspective on it. But in looking to be a little more impactful, we're dissecting some common questions that you may receive in the job interview. And for this episode, we're focusing on the question, what is your greatest weakness? It's one that oftentimes we get asked about. Our expert on this area today is Mike Perry. He's coming back to our show for a second time. He's the president of Zarka Financial in Ohio. He's been a hiring manager for over 30 years and has used that experience to help provide some job search and career coaching for clients of Zarka Financial. You can also hear Mike as a regular speaker on job seeker topics and see what he writes about on his blog, In the Business of You. Mike, welcome back to the show. Thanks very much, Tim. Thanks again for having me. Well, it's another interesting question here to dive into. We uh, talked about the question about uh, how pe- why people would choose you over other candidates. And now we're asking on the flip side, what's your greatest weakness? So how would you explain the point of asking this question from that hiring manager's point of view? I tell you, this is a great question. And, and most hiring managers at some point in the interview process, it isn't always the first one. And sometimes I use it as a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. They really want to see, and and what this really indicates to hiring managers, it gives me a great look into who you really are, how you really look at things. People get, unfortunately, candidates get terrified of this question. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, And, you know, they just unfortunately and wrongfully associate this with the hiring managers asking me to tell him something I did bad. Absolutely not. Now, Tim, I, let me qualify that with this. Remember, and I'm sure you, you wouldn't disagree with me, not all hiring managers are the, are the greatest human beings on earth. And, <laughs> and every, you're already laughing. And, that's your and opinion, not mine. Don't I'm just all listening. <laughs> ask, yeah, they don't all ask this question in the manner that those of us, I believe, that are trying to do the right thing ask it for. So all my answers are in that context that – we're asking it really to have you to peer into kind of your personality and how you're going to deal with things. And that's really why we ask the question. When an interviewer then asks this, are they hoping to hear a way that that candidate can turn the so-called weakness into a positive? Are they just looking for a straight up honest answer? I mean, do you have a preference when you're listening to candidates? Well, first of all, you know, this goes without saying, I'm, I'm, I hope. Everything I look for is an honest answer, uh, I, because unfortunately, hiring managers were a very were a very leery uh, group. Mm-hmm. Uh, so often, candidates come in and they 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 exaggerate. There's a lot of puffery in their answers, and so this is one of those questions that kind of we know we do know, and although this sounds a bit terrible. Uh, we do know this makes people uncomfortable. And you know what, Tim? Everything you've ever done in your career hasn't been Pollyanna. It hasn't been comfortable and great every minute of every day. It, this is going to give me kind of a sense of if my boss or one of the other department heads walks up to you in the hallway or corners you in the middle of a team meeting and throws you a hardball, I want to see, this is the first time I'm going to see how you're going to react to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, are you going to implode? 
<laughs> or are you going to come right back and are you going to tell me something? I really use this again as how is this person going to behave in a similar situation? The similar situation here being you get something tough thrown your way. Don't let yourself get backed into a corner. Just come right out. And to your point, Tim, focus on the positive, not on the negative. But yes, always be honest. And I like that perspective that even though, of course, they want to hear an answer to that question, they're also looking to see how you react to it. And, you know, we tell job seekers that all the time that once you step place in that organization, everything is part of the interview, essentially, whether it's intentional or not. So I think hearing that perspective from an expert always helps our job seekers kind of grab onto that a little bit. Realistically, of course, we all have numerous what you could deem weaknesses or just areas that aren't as strong for us. So if the question is brought up of just bringing up that one toughest area for yourself, how do you choose? What's the best strategy in picking that one weakness that you need to express to the person that's interviewing you? That, the answer to that is easy. Now, since most of your listeners are going to hear that answer, go, oh, yeah, right, Mike, sure. Let, let me quantify that with this. It's easy if you do the right preparation to get ready for your interview. Okay. If I know everything there really is to know about that company, then guess what? If I've looked at, if it's a public company and I've looked at financial analyst reports, they're very honest about the good, the bad, and the ugly of what that company represents. We all have multiple areas of improvement. I know you, you, you phrased the question as a weakness, but now we're turning it into a positive. To me, it's an area for improvement. And yeah, is it semantics? Of course it is, but it's a different way to present. It's not a bad thing. It's a positive. So as I present these area f areas for improvement, it gives me the opportunity to say things like, well, I have this or this that I'm working on and gear that to what I've learned about the company. Mm -hmm. So if the company's looking for someone who can lead teams in their, in their now presence in 10 states because they just bought another company, I want to be able to tell them that that's something I worked on at previous employers and that I now am, you know, here's the steps I took and I'm much better and I've been recognized for communicating with people in multiple states or multiple locations. Wow. Now, if I'm a hiring manager not only do I get a sense that, hey, this candidate clearly did some research on our company, but now I'm fine-tuning my responses to coincide directly. Like, it's just laser-focused on what this company is saying, maybe publicly through press releases or analyst reports, that they need. And now I'm saying, well, I've, I've worked on this. I'm much better at it, and I can bring that uh, to bear when, I, when you bring me on board. Right. Now, does it matter at all in the hiring manager's mind if that weakness is a skill versus some sort of characteristic? I wouldn't say that it does. Again, I'll qualify that by saying this. If you're telling me that, you know, for example, in our business, we, we deal with people's money. We're a retirement planning firm. People, we, if we don't have credibility with our clients, then we have nothing. And if you're going to tell me that, You've been dishonest in the past and you're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, in that case, I mean, you know, we, you and I can laugh about that, but the reality is that's not really going to fly here. So even though you may tell me that I, you know, I used to have a trouble telling the truth at work, but now I think I'm a lot better at it, that talk about a red flag, yes, that's a red flag. And 
although, as I said before, this helps me look into you as a candidate and your personality, in that case, that's a characteristic. Characteristics like honesty, uh, accountability. Accountability and honesty, those aren't skills. Those are characteristics. Right. Those are things are basically part of your DNA, as they say, by the time you're, I think most people tell you, by the time you're nine or ten. Skills like leadership, team building, you may have some predisposition to that, but you develop those skills over time. And those kinds of things are just as strong unless they, again, are, you know, if I'm looking for someone in our business, the dishonesty thing could be a problem. On the other hand, a skill working with a team, if that's something that, you know, you're a poor communicator with teams, we'll go back to my other example how are you going to communicate with my groups all over the country if you've really had a hard time doing this? Another candidate who hasn't had that as an area of uh, weakness or something they've been working very hard on to improve, they might not be my ideal candidate. That doesn't mean they're a bad person, Tim. It just means that maybe they're not the best fit. Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm looking for somebody who can hit the ground running. So like it or not, some of these questions really are helpful to me, the interviewer, to help me get to the the last two or three candidates, and then really splitting those hairs to see who's gonna, who I'm going to make the offer to. When this question is asked about your greatest weakness, how important is it that you're specific with that? And the example I've seen, and you almost actually brought it up specifically with your communications example, but a candidate being general and saying, well, you know, I'd like to improve upon my communication skills versus saying, well, my I struggle or my weakness is in communicating via a presentation to a large group. Is one or the other, I mean, why is it important that you are specific versus general? Number one, remember, I'm, I, the hiring manager, am very, being very specific in, in the, uh, what I've designated as the skills and competencies I need for my ideal candidate. Mm-hmm. I may put 10 things in a job description that I really, really, really need to have. I'm really not interested if you have 35 skills. I'm not interested in the other 25. I'm interested in the 10 that have to do with me. So your area for improvement really should hone in on what I'm looking for. If And, and I'll tell you, a key to this is going and using, let's say, an advanced people search on LinkedIn. Who's already hired in that group that you want to get into in your target company? Mm-hmm. Look through their profiles. What kind of skills do they have? Maybe there's something you've improved upon. You know, I've talked about communication. Let's say it's that, and no one there has done any public speaking at all. You've been to Toastmasters. You, maybe, maybe Dale Carnegie. You've been to some of these things to really hone in on a skill. You were already a good presenter. Now you're a great presenter. And when you look at who else is on the team, and this is something that the hiring manager feels is this, this public presentation skills, is something that's going to be critical going forward. You've gone to, from being a good presenter to great. Here's the thing, and again, people get hung up on this biggest, greatest weakness question. You can tell me about an area of weakness where your weakness is just you're trying to take yourself from good to great. Mm-hmm. For example, and, and I think people hear this analogy in the past, let's take a baseball player. You can take the, the baseball player who, you know, this past season won the, he had the best batting average. And that player will more than likely tell you, well, maybe I'm still having trouble hitting a curveball. And most, 
you know, media people would look at, at that individual and say, oh, are you kidding me? You just won the batting title. Sure. Yeah, but the reason I won the batting title is I keep working on things like that. And that's where candidates have to take that question. I'm going to help you win the title. And Tim, as a hiring manager, don't you want to hear that from your candidates? Don't you want that from your employees? How am I going to get us to to, to the championship, as it were? I I love that example. One, I'm a baseball fanatic, so uh, definitely touching uh, directly to my heart there. But two, giving someone, again, that different perspective, some illustration to it. Uh, As you said, you may be at or near the top of your game, but always things to work on. And, and again, rounding out that perspective that a weakness doesn't mean you're necessarily bad at it. It's just something you are looking to improve. So I think that will help our job seekers maybe not be afraid of this question so much. Another area I wanted to ask about was the use of words or phrases. And it's, I guess it's a little hard to explain exactly, but when you're talking about a weakness, I think you don't want it to sound like it happens all the time or it's always a struggle. Can you input any phrases or specific words that can maybe limit the impact of what you're talking about? Well, first of all, let me, I know this wasn't exactly your question, but I, I, people, candidates, when asked this question, many times answer it this way. So let me throw out a couple things that to your, to your listeners, please don't ever answer the, that question in this manner. When we ask that question, what's your you know, biggest or greatest weakness? Often uh, we hear this, I'm too honest. <laughs> I work too hard. Right, right. And and you, you're chuckling, Tim, but the reality is, what do you think the hiring manager's doing? Inside, uh, if not externally, we're laughing too. We're saying, oh, come on. It's things like that. You have to think about your answer and say, does this really make sense? Or does it just sound trite or silly? And a lot of times, you know, come on, put yourself in a hiring manager spot where, again, you've been told, I expect you, you know, when my when the owner of my company says to me, Mike, I expect you to hire a game changer to help change the course of this company. And somebody comes in and says, I work too hard. Now, I'm sorry, that's just that candidate I'm going to kind of look at and go on. What are you? Are you kidding? I don't really think you're the kind of person I'm looking for because you're making that stuff up. Mm-hmm. You don't you haven't really prepared things that indicate and it isn't so much a phrase, Tim. But it's, I would challenge your listeners, the, the, the job seekers, with this. When you practice, make certain that your answers not only sound credible, but they make sense for what the hiring manager is looking for. Because if they don't, they're going to kind of look at you cross-eyed like, why did you say that? And it isn't, I can't pinpoint a phrase here or there or two or three words, but stay away from making yourself look negative and don't give me that 100,000 foot view of I work too hard. Because what it tells me is you really haven't thought out what you want to say today. And we're right back to me visualizing you as a candidate. What's going to happen if you're in a room with the executive VP or the chairman of the board or the owner or our best client, and they ask you a tough question? Is that the kind of answer they're going to get? Yikes, that's not helping me. Here's your opportunity as a candidate to really knock my socks off about your delivery and your confidence. And it isn't, I work too hard. 
You know, Mike, that sounds like the perfect way to punctuate our conversation today. And I'm glad you did touch on that because that is something people think uh, does fly. And, uh, you know, they think it's a part of the game, I guess. But I appreciate you being honest and sincere with that. We are going to have to close out this edition of Job Search Guide today. And once again, we're looking at the interview question that, as Mike brought up, many people have a little fear about. It's the question of what is your greatest weakness? And of course, uh, the second time on our show today has been Mike Perry, the president of Zarka Financial. He's been able to give us, again, a little bit of an inside look into this question that does arise in most interviews. Mike, thanks again for coming on. We really do appreciate your perspective on it. Tim, thanks so much. And uh, again, uh, whatever I can do to help, I appreciate the opportunity to have this uh, chance to speak to your listeners. Yeah, it's been great to have you on, Mike, and we'll definitely uh, look to contact you down the road, possibly, if we have some more topics that arise. In the meantime, we do want to hear from the listeners as well for their ideals. Just send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com if you do have any comments or suggestions for any of our podcasts here on LJN Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later.